0: You're on Energy Groove Radio. This is the Music Weekly. My name's Brad and I'm with you right up until 6pm. As always, thanks for joining us on your Friday. Uh, now, Sydney's Taylor B.W. has dropped a new track called In Your Net. Uh, now, this is a cracker of a tune. She joins me via Zoom now to talk about it. Taylor, how are you?
1: I'm so well, staying dry as much as possible at the moment.
0: <laughs> I know how you feel. Um, tell me about this track, In Your Net. Where was the starting point for this one? It's the first that we've heard from you this year um, and hopefully not the last.
1: It won't be the last, that's for sure. Um, In Your Net came out when I was when I was just coming out of the grips of a very weird relationship I was having with someone and also with myself. So I was... Um, I sort of started dating someone who wasn't treating me very well. And as a result, I became somewhat, I guess I keep floating this word around. It comes off as being really crazy, but it's not, it's just obsession. Like in a a type of like, I needed to know every single detail of this person's whereabouts because I was kind of left in a bit of a limbo with this person. I was, wasn't fully committed, but wasn't committed, you know, Mm. like he wasn't, he wasn't uncommitted, but he wasn't committed. So I was kind of left in this, in this limbo and just the lack of interest made me just become obsessed for Mm. this person. And I just felt like I was caught and I feel like the person knew perfectly well as well and kind of like just played me a bit. And when I was just coming out of this, because I, I realized that he had started dating someone new and I thought, okay, great. Well, something just clicked in my head. And I thought, wow, after all this, um, nothing's gonna this is never coming to fruition and I just thought it. kind of thought okay that person's a douche and wasn't worth my time or energy so (laughs) I started looking at this whole experience of my own sort of mania and delusion with this person and I looked at it with fresh eyes and that's when In Your Net sort of came about because I started writing from it about it from an outsider perspective still in first person talking about my own experience but I could finally I could finally write about it, which was very cathartic.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I imagine it would be cathartic, especially after an experience with someone who perhaps has completely undermined your own confidence in uh, yourself.
1: Oh, it's so bizarre because I never thought that I'd be someone who acted that way, you know, just be so obsessed over someone like that who didn't deserve my time or effort. Um, But I was, Mm. and it sort of surprised me, even it's like a monster take took over my head. And so looking back on it, I kind of thought, what happened? Yeah. <laughs> so that's kind of where it, that's where it stemmed from.
0: Now for the project, um, you worked with Liam Quinn, um, who uh, it, produced this track. Tell me about um, I guess, how Liam got involved and, and what he brought to the table.
1: Liam's a genius. He just he works with indie artists and he works with major label artists. He's just someone you go to and and he's just, I feel he's totally underrated. I came across him because I just started following him on Instagram, weirdly enough. I don't even know how he came up, but I just followed him for a long time. Mm. And I thought, you know what? I'm just going to reach out to him because I kind of like what he's doing. And he seemed like he was under the radar enough where it was like, uh, as an indie artist, I'm thinking, okay, he may be affordable. <laughs> but But at the same time, he had this really great, catalogue of work and I thought, well, he's he's onto something. So I contacted him and we met up to just to work on one song that I had sort of going, which was a song that I released last year called I'm So Broke. Mm -hmm. And we just worked so well together. It was just like wham bam thank you, man. We we went in the studio. We did basically production and tracked the vocals in two days, and it was done. Um, I mean, besides that, you know, then we've got the the mixing of the song and the mastering and all that sort of stuff. But besides that, the production of it was just so simple. He just kind of he kind of got me, <laughs> <laughs> and we just worked really well together. So naturally, I just wanted to work with him on In Your Net because I went in there knowing exactly the sound that I wanted. Um, I've been listening to a lot of like reggaeton and and that sort of influence in pop and dance and I thought all right well I'm gonna I'm gonna take this into him he'll know what to do and it's a very sort of trendy sound too and 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 Quinn Quinn he goes by the name Quinn but yes his full name is Liam Quinn um he just kind of he's very much in that pop realm so and commercial type of realm as well so he just knew exactly what to do and so it was very seamless really was and I love the result
0: Yeah. And the result speaks for itself really at the end of the day. Um, it's funny how you keep calling yourself, um, an indie artist, which I suppose in essence, you are, you're independent. Um, but you have that really commercial sound. Um, how difficult is that to get that sound when you are an independent artist and, and obviously, um, resources are going to be limited.
1: It's so funny you say that because I was just thinking about that just before our interview <laughs> um, because it is hard when you are somewhat independent. People think when you're an indie artist that you're supposed to be sort of alt rock or, you know, that sort of dreamy pop or bedroom style pop. But mine is very close to commercial pop, something that you may very well hear on commercial radio. Um and that sound is really down to Quinn. He's very much got that that mind frame and um, and that sound. He works with a lot of different styles of sound, but it's generally that pop. And um, so it does make it a little difficult because I know that, especially in the online world, when it comes to, say, PR for um, for independent artists online, it is hard because they do go for more of the indie pop or the like I said the rock or you know the indie rock um whereas when you're cross you're on that very fine line between commercial and independent it can be very difficult it's just about finding that the right avenue or the people that are really willing enough to support you and um, and push your music to the right people, I guess.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. And working with Quinn, um, what did you learn from that experience um, of putting together in your net that perhaps um, you maybe haven't um, or hadn't learned from from your previous work? I th-
1: well, I think I'm very prepared. So when I go into mm-hmm. the studio, I know I have a playlist of references that I want to work on and I think that, that having – a particular sound that you want and knowing exactly what you want, going into the studio, working with a producer, it helps tremendously because it it makes things go pretty fast. In other songs, I have come to him with sort of like a vague idea. Right. And we still get there in the end, but it just takes a little longer. So if you want to be efficient and you want to just like get this down, even if it's just a demo to start with, um you got to have the the idea in your head. I love to collaborate. I still love to, you know, work with people, but I think particularly for the song, it was so fresh for me. So going into the studio, I really wanted to just get it down. Mm. And so going in there fully prepared with the references and sending that ahead of time, you know, and also in in the references pinpointing particular parts of the songs that you do like, not just sending him a bunch of songs just to listen to because he's a busy man. <laughs> so to actually just lay everything out, like I love the bass in this, I love the beat of this, the way that this, the, the turnaround and this part of the song of this song is, is great. You know, just sending a bunch of those songs and those references really, really help. I think that that's a key thing when you're working with a producer and you're on a time constraint.
0: <laughs> and for In Your Net, what was on that playlist that you brought uh, into the studio with you? What are we, what are we kind of referencing here?
1: um i there are a lot of reggaeton a lot of reggaeton tracks because i knew that was the sound i wanted
2: Mm -hmm.
1: i wanted that sort of like it could be a song that you can either dance on the beach or in the club you know listen to it in a truck book um, setting or you could listen to it inside you know dancing around your lounge um and i really love how uh so so i i listen to a lot of say Dua Lipa, new rules. I mean, that's a very obvious sort of pop reggaeton mash. Same with Mabel, don't call me up. Yeah. Um, and also, then there was there was a song that actually came around uh, came out around the time that I was writing in your net, which is by it's, it's called it's called First Time by Daya. I think it's pronounced Daya, D A Y A. And there, I think she had. Um, it had everything that I wanted the song to be and I thought oh gosh dang it <laughs> <laughs> and um like she just came out with that but basically it was a great foundation and and sort of a framework a blueprint to use when I went to the studio because that had a very distinctive sound that I wanted mm. um dancey but with a bit of a mysterious underlying
0: I love yeah, it underlying
1: um, feeling yeah and the music
0: video for this track is really special as well. Um, you worked with a filmographer by the name of Desmond Hu um, and you filmed it kind of around Sydney's inner west, lots of familiar locations to me there. Um, tell us about the music video and um, that look you were going for. Did you shoot it on film by any chance or?
1: No, actually, no, that's that's all done in post. Right, yeah, 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 cool. <laughs> um, uh, by a wonderful man, called Nicholas Andrews. He helped with that. Um, But in terms of the production of the actual, I wanted, look, I'm very much inspired by 90s music and culture. So in any way that I can, I try and trickle that in um, to my music or my style Mm -hmm. or my music videos. And this was our exception. I wanted to make sure that even though it was a little bit more of a somber tone to the, to the music video, I wanted there to be still a pop of color. Cause that's, that's me. I'm a bit colorful. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I wanted to make sure that if anything, the style, like the, the actual dress, what the wardrobe was going to be very inspired by nineties. And then, and then of course what we did in post, which was um, add that little grainy effect, that nineties, almost VHS effect to it. And, um, uh, well, no more like a film actually for that for um that I I also like to edit things myself so when I do like a bit behind the scenes music video I edit that myself and I and I add all the little trinkets and make it look a very sort of like 90s-esque um but yes uh, we wanted to keep it very simple at the same time the actual storyline is very sim- similar to my lyrics where I talk it's about you know being in a relationship where you just want to you feel entrapped and you just need to try and escape and so he followed very much that that linear storyline and we just wanted to take images from different parts of relationships whether you're just sitting there chatting at a bar or um cuddling in a park or you know lying on the boot of a car chatting which you know everyone does that <laughs> <laughs> Um but uh, we would, we just wanted to take these very everyday moments and very with carefully composed frames, uh, making sure that the actor the op- opposite me was not going to be really seen. You couldn't see his face, but mm. just over his shoulder or just past his arm, um, and just to, sh- to show that he was always there, like this lingering shadow, and I just couldn't escape it. And in the end, I, I do escape. I, I leave the person. And, yeah, so that was that's the that's the storyline of it and it was very a very skeletal crew we were just coming out of lockdown so we had to keep it fairly fairly simple and just basically two locations of the inner west so we went to sydney park mm-hmm. in st peters and then we um, also shot at 1989 which is an awesome arcade themed bar in newtown it's so much fun but there's so many nooks and crannies of that of that venue where you can just shoot here and it looks completely different to when you shoot in the other room and, you know, it made it look like we'd been travelling all over the place, but really it was just one room to the next.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Getting your money's worth out of 1989. What is it about that 90s, I guess, um, pop culture and uh, that 90s aesthetic that appeals to you so much?
1: I think it's nostalgia. It, I, I mean, yeah. I, I'm i a 90s baby, so, you know, I grew up with the 90s, you know, towards the end of it especially, and I just, it it. It's the attitude. It's the color. It's the patterns. um, You know, it, it's this it's the music like I was I just love the different genres of music there from grunge to 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 pop to to soul to, you know, it, to R&B. It was just everything was it was under an umbrella of just awesomeness. <laughs> um, And so I just I just miss that that really funky attitudes. And I mean, we still got that. We've got that. But. There's something that's very, I don't know, otherworldly of the 90s, and you just look back and you go, really? That's what things were? Yeah. <laughs> so I, I just like to trickle that into everything that I do because it's um, – that's my sound. That's my brand at the moment. It's the direction that I'm heading in, and it could change any time, but right now I'm really – really digging the 90s.
0: Tell us about, I guess, what got you started in music um, initially. From what I understand, um, you pursued acting at um, a a period in your life um, and you're still in the creative fields, obviously, with your music. So tell us, um, I guess, that transition and that experience for you um, going from acting to music.
1: Yeah, I was really, really following an acting career for a very long time and I was traveling back and forth to the States and doing everything I could to get a visa over there. Mm. And ultimately, it just dragged me down through the mud a bit. <laughs> and I I was absolutely uh, mentally drained, mentally exhausted, and just, I lost a lot of weight. I was just not in a very good, a good place mentally. And so I had to take a step back And I ended up just – I still kept in music. I still did, like, little cover things here and there, but I hadn't really done anything of my own. But I just stepped back and I just switched my attention somewhere else. And that actually ended – I ended up going into wildlife conservation and studying zookeeping.
2: Wow.
1: (laughs) So I I am actually a qualified zookeeper, but before I even got to ever be employed, music then called me back. (laughs) So um, I have all the qualifications and everything, but I've never actually (laughs) – been paid to work in a zoo um, although I did a lot of volunteering at zoos which was freaking insane I loved it um, uh, but yes then I ended up falling back into music after winning a competition which is kind of like a battle of the band style competition it was called Emergenza, right and and it's an international competition and they had the Australian segment obviously and I won the na- national title there and then they sent me over to, to Germany to participate in the finals there against wow. everyone around the world and I came forth and won best singer and this was on music that I'd never performed I'd never performed my own music in front of anyone before so I kind of thought okay maybe I've maybe there's something in this maybe I should go back to music and pursue it because music always became very naturally to me so I think that was always going to be my path in some way or another yeah, wildlife is, is I'm always going to be there as well but music comes first
0: yeah, that's so interesting that um, you have this uh, quite varied background of skills. Um, yeah. On one hand, you, you're saving the Double animals life. and you're, you know, yeah. qualified to, to, you know, work in a zoo and then on the other hand, you're working yeah. in the music industry now, which is probably a whole other um, zoo at this point. Yeah. <laughs> What did that um, competition experience give you um, in terms of your music career did that give you quite a good foundation as to how the music industry operates
1: I was clueless when I entered it it was I was so new back into music again and I didn't really because I'd never really pursued music as a solo artist ever hmm. I didn't really know how much the industry had changed and I just kind of heard look I didn't learn I didn't learn a whole lot about the music business until I actually got back because it was very compet, uh, competition oriented so yeah okay everyone was there you know for a specific reason um, but I did chat with a lot of people and and just little words here and there and, and it's, it's I mean it's also very different in every country too right so I'm I'm competing against Sweden against Korea against you know Japan and and Russia and all these different countries um and so the industry is—it's different everywhere. But I had no idea just how much our industry had changed since I was first sort of trying to do something with music. It's very much it, there's so many more opportunities, and therefore so little opportunity to be seen. <laughs> because right. there's—I just didn't realize just how um, overwhelmed the industry would be nowadays. Because because there's so many opportunities that everyone's doing it now but um i've gone off topic to what your question actually was but um what did i learn from that experience was was just really connections on that on that tour and i'm still friends with some of the people that i competed against and it was it was mainly that's what i took out of it yeah it wasn't until i got home and i was like all right i think i got to i think i got to follow this That then I've learned everything in the industry that I had no idea about, about like self-marketing and everything like that.
0: Obviously In Your Net is um, still doing the rounds and it's a cracker of a tune, but what have you got uh, coming up for the rest of this year?
1: Definitely releasing more music, including an EP, um, and I'm also currently working on a regional tour around New South Wales. So oh, that will be fun. I, I recently received a grant, thanks to Create New South Wales, which is a grant that you can apply for um, to uh, tour a, a, a regional, do a regional tour. No one will know who the heck I am, but you know, it's about me learning about uh, going around to different towns and just building my awareness around there. You know, building my my followers and experiencing regional cities and Yeah, I'm super excited for it. That'll be later in spring.
0: Okay. Well, is this going to be the first tour that you've been on?
1: Yes, I've never done it before. (laughs) (laughs) There's so so much involved, especially when you do it all yourself. There's a lot. The logistics is insane. Wow. it's gonna be fun. It's definitely it, it'll it'll be so worth it once I'm on once I'm on the road.
0: Yeah, that's really exciting. So, what um, can we expect from these shows that you're doing um, as part of this tour? So, when people are popping along, um, what can they expect to see?
1: I'm trying to encourage every venue that I go to to uh, support local music as well. So, that's the whole point of it as well—to to reinvigorate live music in in regional cities as well, because you know we've all suffered either the pandemic floods fires it's just been ongoing so i really at every venue are encouraging uh, local acts to support me or for me to play alongside with and just a great show i hope because i i mean i i find that i am most in my element when i'm on stage so um when i will be able to bring my energy to people and make them have a good time and make them have a good laugh too because I'm so silly.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, and look, and I love that it's regional because regional, um, like I grew up in a regional area of Tasmania and they, regional cities from acts that I speak to who do, you know, national tours of, you know, varying scales, uh, a lot of them say that touring regionally in Australia is just so much fun because they appreciate it. They appreciate having art and new faces come to town and offer them something different than the normal so um, I yeah. think you'll have a lot of fun
1: I think so too yeah Sydney can be a bit stale for, for people sometimes there's so much to see um, in terms of live music um, people can get out and see whatever they want but when in regional towns some of them there's this like there's this thirst for live music especially yeah. after everything that's been happening so yes I'm super excited to meet everyone in those towns
0: Taylor B.W., thank you so much for taking the time to speak with me today. Uh, And thank you for making In Your Net, even though it's a track that was written out of uh, some pretty horrible circumstances regarding the relationship that you were in at the time, but you got this beautiful track from it. So congratulations on its release and for the impending EP release and upcoming tour.
1: I tell you what, I'm grateful for it. Every experience, there's a, there's a lesson to be learnt and a song to be written. So <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's it. All right, Taylor, thank you so much for speaking to us today. That was Sydney's Taylor B.W. joining us to talk about her brand new single called In Your Net. Check it out on our website. Go to energy-groove.com. And if you want to listen back to that chat, maybe download it as a podcast. You can do that as well through Energy Groove Catch Up. Let's hear it now. This is Taylor B.W. with In Your Net. You're on the Music Weekly. Stay with us. Jackson we will be back after this.
2: Blood pulsing through my body. Shakes like an earthquake. You should be feeling sorry for the mess you made. Now I'm a